Hi, I'm your host, Alan. And this is your host, Corbin. And this is your guide to Denis Villeneuve's Sicario, released September 18th, 2015. So the plans for Sicario kind of date back to 2013. Um, Denis did say that he wanted to do, or he would be doing, a drama based around the Mexican border named Sicario. Uh, Taylor Sheridan uh, came on as Sicario's screenwriter. Uh, Taylor also did Hell or High Water, which came out the year afterwards, which oh, yeah. did get a couple Oscars. Remember, it's at the Oscars that year. Now, in 2014, uh, Emily Blunt, Benicio Del Toro, John Bernthal, Josh Brolin, and Daniel Kaluuya were all announced to be hopping onto the project, along with Roger Deakins returning as DOP and Johan Johannesson as composer. Uh, now, while filming in Mexico, uh, Emily Blunt got pretty bad food poisoning um, and had to be put on an IV between her scenes, which oh, wow. it just sounds kind of insane to me. Now, Sicario um, came under a little bit of fire when <laughs> it was released. Actually, it was just before uh, the film was released. The mayor of Juarez um, came out and said that this movie should be boycotted. <laughs> the reason why is he said that it had falsely represented the city um, at the time since they made it a lot more safer, a lot more peaceful since that of 2010, which mm -hmm. he said this movie depicts it more like it was in 2010 than it is, you know, in mm. today's day and age. Okay. So did come under a little bit of fire there. I don't know how much uh, necessarily affected the box office numbers. We'll get into that in a second, but interesting to note. Now, this was nominated for three Oscars, uh, Best Cinematography, Best Original Score, and Best Sound Editing. Oh, really? Best Original Score? Best Original Score by Johan Johannesson. Uh, it only got nominated for those three. It didn't win anything. Yeah. The Hateful Eight won for score. Uh, Mad Max won for sound. Uh, and The Revenant won for best cinematography. Mm. So It deserved it. The top grossing movies of this year were, of course, Disney's Star Wars The Force Awakens. This came out and oh, yeah. broke all kinds of records. Mm -hmm. uh, Jurassic World also came out this year. Avengers Age of, Age of Ultron, Inside Out, Furious 7, Minions, The Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part 2, The Martian, Cinderella, Inspector, and Best Picture for the 87th Academy Awards, which were held on February 7th, 2015, went to Birdman or The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. We did um, the Jurassic World review, still waiting on that mm -hmm. third one to come out, which uh, we will be back to review Spoiler alert, I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah, so far the more recent Jurassic Parks have uh, not fared so well, mm -mm. both in, I guess, the public's ratings and uh, from what we have talked about. Oof. So with a budget of $30 million, um, opening weekend, it got a surprising $66,881 uh, opening weekend. Now, to be fair... It only released in six theaters. Oh, uh, the week after that, it went. It released in a ton more. Limited, and, got it. Um, got a lot more money, but opening weekend. This is what is recorded for, uh, Sicario. Gotcha. Yeah. So for limited opening weekend for wide weekend, it clearly it, it didn't probably get number one opening spot then like Prisoners did. Right. It. Um when it came out, um, it came out at um, number 25. So, you know, I mean, when you're only released in six theaters, 
I guess that just kind of happens there. You know, you not many people can actually go and watch your movie. Uh, now, when this did release, The Maze Runner, The Scorch Trials came out, which did release number one, followed by Black Mass, which also released that week at number two, The Visits at number three, The Perfect Guy at number four, and also this is the release of Everest, which released at number five. Now, it released in more theaters in the second week, so it bumped up to number 10 with uh, the release of Hotel Transylvania 2, which came out number one, and The Intern at number two. And it peaked on its third week, where it went up to the number three spot, uh, only to be beat out by The Martian, which released that week at number one. And after that, it kind of started to go downhill again. Number five, or week number four was at number five with the release of Pan. And its fifth week went to number eight with the release of Goosebumps, Bridge mm. of Spies, and Crimson Peak. I gotta say, this is actually very surprising to me considering prisoners had 16 million dollars more to work with open number one at the box office 20 million dollars and i'm checking the widest release for both movies prisoners had a decent number of theaters decently more i should say so i'm, I'm kind of surprised this also had the backing of lionsgate so i mean i know lionsgate aren't like the most profitable movies but they've got the john wick franchise currently going on and that's a huge property for them so i, I get it denise not the biggest name yet taylor sheridan's not the biggest name yet emily blunt is decently well known and so is benicio del toro and this is actually their reunion because they played love interests in the wolfman the wolfman remake um which is actually a great film everybody should check it out with uh, Anthony Hopkins, those two are really good in it. I gotta say, Alan, I'm very surprised by this box office stuff. I'm I was expecting a little bit more fanfare around this movie. Right now, it it didn't do necessarily ter terrible in the box office. Um, with a budget of thirty million domestically overall, while it only got about sixty six so sixty seven thousand its opening weekend technically, it, overall it got uh, almost forty seven million dollars domestically. With foreign markets coming in, it's $37.5 million, with a worldwide total of, depending on where you look, anywhere from $84.4 to almost $85 million. So, yeah, it did do pretty well in the box office. Um, it did double its budget and then some, almost tripled its budget, actually, in when it was all said and done. Yeah, that's true. It did technically double its budget and then some. I just felt like this should have got a little more. I mean... We'll talk about the trailers, what we thought of the trailer on the full review coming, you know, mm -hmm. next Monday. But I'm looking at the worldwide gross for prisoners. That was 122 million, 61 million dollars domestically. And that's a dark mystery crime movie. This is right. more so geared towards a kind of action style film. So I don't I don't know what's going on. Um, why more people didn't see this? Clearly, it did catch the Academy Awards. I got those three nominations, but um, mm -hmm. surprising to say the least. To look look back on how this wasn't uh, wasn't like a big box office smash or anything. Not like his next two movies would do a lot better, but that's surprising. So, what did critics right. and audiences think of it? So everything's really high. Uh, I'm to be a score of a seven point six. Oh, wow. They scored an 82. Rotten Tomato score of a 92%. Critic score, 85%. Audience score. Cinema score at A minus and a letterbox score of 3.9. So everything's pretty high here. Yeah. Which 
given what we've seen before with Denny is not too surprising, I guess. Um, now, I think, especially since prisoners, you know, things are for Denis are starting to pick up in America a lot more. So this is definitely reflective of that. That is very significant. This looks like um, his highest film, highest rated film on Metascore, second highest film on Rotten Tomatoes, just under the 94% of Arrival, which we will be reviewing next week. So across mm -hmm. the board, um, yeah, A- minus is a step up from the B-plus with Prisoners. Um, across the board, people just thought this was a phenomenal film. That's That's good to see. We'll see what our thoughts are coming Monday. So, Corbin, thank you for joining me. I'll see you on Monday when we review this movie in full. Sure thing. And listeners, once again, don't forget to come back Monday. But stay tuned because following this, after Sicario, we'll be hopping into more Denis with Arrival. So, we'll see you then, listeners. The Silver Screen Guide podcast is edited and produced by Alan and Corbin. Intro and outro music is created by Thomas Rankin. The thoughts and opinions herein expressed are those of the individual and do not necessarily represent those held by Silver Screen Guide. Silver Screen Guide is not affiliated with any company or individual involved with the creation of this movie or TV show. No portion of the podcast may be used without express written permission from Silver Screen Guide.